Welcome, everybody, to the Diz Unplugged for the week of July 24th. I'm Pete Werner standing in for Gordon McAdams and Nancy Quill, who are both on vacation this week. I'm also joined today by members of uh, some, some of our Orlando team, uh, our graphic designer and assistant webmaster, Corey Martin. That would be me, Corey. And our uh, resident photographer and off-property hotel expert, Bob Varley. Hi, everyone. And the newest member of our team, uh, graphic designer and assistant webmaster, Ricky Pearson. Hello, hello. Uh, Ricky just, uh, just joined us back in, uh, back in January and has been having a... Uh, if you've ever wondered what it would be like to have to go to the theme parks for your job, Ricky's probably uh, someone who could, who could tell you. Um, he, uh, he, he's not a, he wasn't a big Disney fan prior to coming to work for us. Not that he didn't like Disney, it just wasn't his thing. He's not like us. And... Uh, so he's had to. He's gotten a crash course in Disney over the over the last sure uh, have. over the last six months. But I got to admit, it's been fun. Oh, it's been great. It's did been you great. did you ever think that that your boss would be calling you up, telling you how to be in the Magic Kingdom at noon? Never, never. I need you in the Magic Kingdom, Ricky. The Disney learning experience. Yeah. No, and I've had that phone call. <laughs> what are no. you doing at a theme park on a Friday at one o'clock in the afternoon? Oh wait, that is your job. <laughs> No, it's, uh, it's good to have you aboard, Ricky. Thank you. As I mentioned earlier, we're standing in this week for Gordon and Nancy, who are on vacation. And I thought we would uh, take the opportunity to introduce this as a new segment to our podcast. Uh, we'll be doing this weekly. We're calling this our, our roundtable uh, discussion. And basically, it's just an informal discussion with our, our team here in Orlando. Some guests we'll have in from time to time. So uh, I hope you enjoy, hope you enjoy it. Um, we're going to be discussing a few things this week. Uh, including some news we just learned about Matt we met stepping down as the president of Disneyland. Um, we also spent some time at the Portofino Bay Hotel last week over at Universal, and we're going to share some things about that. Um, we also have a new segment we're introducing on the site and call, uh, entitled Sound Off, which is where we're going to ask you to tell us what your pet peeves are when you're, uh, when you're on vacation. And I know that we have quite a few of our own oh, yeah. <laughs> sitting around this table, but... Um, Corey's going to give us some uh, some updates um, on what's new on the Diz, and our resident cheapskate Bob Barley will uh, talk to us about some of the uh, some of the discounts we're finding off property right now. We get a couple of good deals. So, for starters, let's talk about Matt. That was uh, that was a real shock uh, when we learned that this morning. Huge, Huge loss for Disney. Yeah, um, Matt. Matt, we met for those of you who are not familiar has uh, been serving recently as the president of uh, Disneyland, the Disneyland Resort, and um, has uh, decided to uh, move on and uh, take a position as the president of uh, Starwood Hotels and Resorts. And uh, that's, a, I mean, that's a great, that's a great game for Starwood. No. Oh, absolutely. Now, prior to, the reason that everybody's kind of effusive when they, you probably hear them talk about Matt We Met is this guy's got a lot of fans. Uh, he's been with Disney for 17 years. He was instrumental in making Disney Vacation Club a success. Uh, people when, loved him. When they worked for him, they loved him. Oh, absolutely. Um, you, he went over to uh, Disney Cruise Line after a disappointing launch. He came in and turned that around. Uh, they brought him out to Disneyland, and in my opinion anyway, I know there are some who will disagree, but in my opinion, I thought he did a magnificent job yes. out in Disneyland. So how Disney is letting him go, especially when he was at Cruise Line, I was kind of struck by the fact that his... His cast, the cast members just adored him. I, I, they were just, you know, in private conversation, yeah. in private conversation, they they would openly tell you, 
they love this guy. Yep. He was a great guy to work for. He inspired them. He, he moved them to do better. And he, he, every product he seemed to touch turned to gold. So uh, why Disney's letting him go when the job of president of the Walt Disney World Resort, I believe, is open? Uh, I think he would have been a great. Uh, Al Weiss is moving on to. He's going to be president of worldwide uh, operations. Yeah. And One of the things he used to do was he always listened to the clients of what they wanted. You know, he'd take notes in from the Diz. From the boards, yeah. From the boards and put them out and bring them up at meetings on a weekly basis. And a lot of things got changed because of what was being uh, said on the boards. And he reacted to them really quick, like a character meal we we had a discussion about and it showed up on the boards next thing the next cruise it was changed that was incredible uh the things that it that he did yeah he was he he was a great uh a great leader wherever he was and uh, he'll be i'm sure he'll be great at uh uh in his role at, at starwood and we we certainly wish him well Big shoes Absolutely. to fill at Disneyland. Yeah. Who's, Corey, uh, Corey you've got somebody that's going to be taking his place. They just announced oh, him. Ed Greer. I don't know much about him. But, uh, I think he's from Tokyo. Tokyo uh, Disneyland. Disneyland. Okay. So he's coming in to, to take Disney, over. For, Disney certainly didn't waste any time announcing no. his replacement, did they? We're still waiting to hear who's going to take over the Japan Disneyland. No, we're still waiting to hear who's going to take over Disney World. Al Weiss, like I said before, oh, yeah. had gotten promoted several months ago to uh, uh, head of Disney Parks and Resorts Worldwide, I believe. And uh, now we still haven't heard who the replacement is. Maybe. I mean, there was a lot of rumors going around it was going to be Matt. Obviously, Maybe that's not... that was one of the driving forces. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the man would have been the man would Maybe. have been brilliant. Not that Al Weiss hasn't done a great job, yeah. but um, Maybe he decided that he he saw that he wasn't going to get that job and decided to move on. Who knows? That's rumor. I have well, big things are yet to come for Disney. Now, another thing, uh, another thing uh, that's uh, I noticed uh, in the news: Pirates of the Caribbean. Have you been seeing yes. the box office tallies for this? It's it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, a, a, a total of four hundred and ten million worldwide. And they wow. don't see another movie taking it from the number one spot this week either. Yeah, the yeah. releases this summer have not been that much, but uh, there's nothing strong that's going to knock it out, and then it's going overseas to add to its Well, I, I, find, it, I find it interesting that, uh, that in spite of the fact that Disney has probably what's going to end up being the biggest box office success of the year, if not of all time, or close to all time. It's coming close. It, it, they still lost fourteen cents a share in afternoon trading today, just uh, by the announcement of Matt, of Matt leaving. Matt leaving that's, yeah. that's incredible. That gives you an indication of that. But uh, um, now, Pirates still hasn't opened uh, in all markets internationally. I know it's not it's not open yet in um, in a few countries in uh, in Europe, and it just opened. I think this past weekend in Japan did pretty good over there. Yeah. Now, um, while I'm thinking of Japan. Uh, I heard something really, really funny. Uh, you re- remember the old version of the ride, Pirates? Um, in the very beginning, the Dead Men Tell No Tales? Yes. Yeah. You'll notice that's not in the current one. No. Um, and there's a reason for that. They wanted them to be identical. They wanted all the attractions to be identical at all the parks worldwide. So the literal translation in Japanese of Dead Men Tell No Tales translates into... Don't put dead men in your mouth. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> 
Great. Um, <laughs> so that's that one is set well. If you wonder, if you wonder why uh, you're not hearing "Dead Men Tell No Tales" on pirates, that's why because you're not supposed to put dead people in your mouth. Apparently, no, you're not. That's a bad thing. Something else that I read today in the Orlando Sentinel: they're they're putting an end to pin trading. Good idea in the, in the resorts. Wow. I, I thought that I, I was kind of, I was kind of surprised. I mean, I don't follow. I'll be honest. I don't follow pin trading. I never really got into pin trading, but I, I knew it was fairly popular. But uh, from what I'm hearing, there, uh, some people think it, it just has to do with the fact that it's just not popular as popular anymore. Um, where others are saying that it has to do with these pin sharks that love to. Hmm. I'm I not, think. I, 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 how do you describe a pin shark, though? Um, just a just the way disreputable they, pin trader. Just the way they react with the people that come in on a vacation and have pins on their lanyard, and they may have a valuable pin that the pin shark wants, and they'll do anything to get that pin. Yeah, and they're not, they're not going to tell the child or parent that, hey, the pin that you're about to give me or trade me is, is worth $50 on eBay. Right. <laughs> they won't tell you that. And the one I'm giving you is worth nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and Disney isn't getting anything out of those pin trading nights at the resorts. The pin shocks come in and they do their pin trading. And I think Disney has realized that, you know, what, what, what's it in for us? And they're not getting that out of it. Well, and, and you know, subsequently, of course, they're not, they're, they're not moving away from their, uh, their big pin events like the, uh, the annual celebration in Epcot, exactly. which is uh, September 8th through the 10th this year. Charging ninety dollars a person as the cover charge for the event. Yep. Wow. So uh, you know they're not moving away. Uh, obviously, not moving away from where it's lucrative. No. But if it's not lucrative, I guess you know if they're not getting the sales of the pins in the location they're doing the. No. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I thought that was uh, that was interesting. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> and we spent some time over at uh, Universal last week. Um, that was another first for Ricky. <laughs> and uh, stayed at Portofino Bay, which I got a, what a great hotel. It I'm was. sorry, I, it's arguably, arguably the best hotel in or, in Orlando. Uh, I, I I love the theming. I love the quality of the rooms. I love the way it's laid out. It's a, it's a very elegant resort. They do a great job. Like when you're coming up to the hotel on that boat, and you just see, you know, the whole. The whole yeah. panoramic view yeah. of that hotel, it's incredible. Not only through the boat, but even when you're driving up, it's you're driving through this long, long, you know, roundy road, and um, it just sound, it looks so elegant. You got the, you got the uh, grapevines growing on the side of the road as you're coming in, and mm-hmm. the, all, the, all the stuff there. It's a AAA four-diamond hotel. Mm-hmm. I was reading up on it last night, and... It's it's just a great property. It's been it was built in 1999, and it's just gotten better since they. Oh yeah, I mean I I've loved it since it first opened. I stayed there I stayed there a number of times. What I thought what what I thought was real was real cool was uh, my friend Kevin who was there with me, who has traveled all around the world multiple times, uh, and has has been a few times to Portofino, Italy. Said it was frightening how accurate. The recreation was the only real difference was that this one was cleaner. Um, it was a cleaner yeah. version of the original. So, well, they they sent uh, designers over to Portofino in Italy to actually capture the realism of of the port, and they they had two hundred painters paint 
the the building, which is all one unit. You you don't think it's one no, unit. No, it doesn't look like it. And there's 300 colors that they've used to paint the outside, 300 different colors to mm. paint the outside, wow. which just makes it incredible. Well, it is. It's an incredible it's an incredible hotel. I absolutely love it. We um and I I can't believe the deal that I was able to I was able to find because Kevin really didn't it was only a few weeks before he got here that he said that he he wanted to do this. So I didn't have a lot of time to to plan it out in advance and trying to get hotel rooms uh at, in Orlando in July can be a challenge. Uh, yeah. And so, of course, when I went to get a room at Disney, we were on the phone for an hour trying to find uh, find yeah, there's, anything. There's not much out there. On um, by contrast, though, Universal was uh, they have they had discounts. There was a Florida resident discount. Uh, concierge was two hundred and eighty nine dollars a night, which I thought was a was a really good price. Yeah. Uh, especially considering that concierge lounge was really top notch. Yeah, I was, was nice. real impressed. It was yeah. really good. It, I would put that lounge up against anything Disney has. Uh, yeah. Honest to God, it, it was really the the, the 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 food service was great. They had a lot of really good food. It wasn't like you know microwaved. Yeah, I've actually I've been in concierge lounges where it's been microwave food they're serving you. Yeah. These were they were actually serving like really decent food, not not meal, not a meal replacement, but concierge never is. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to tell you, the, the lounge was an excellent end to a long, hot day at those parks. I mean, really I was, was just looking forward to that 5 o'clock time when you knew the food was going to be set out. It's like a perfect snack before a, a nice dinner, mm-hmm. you know, just to hold you up. To relax. Well, I mean, yeah, but you guys you guys gorged in, in the lounge so bad that we, I took you to Mom and Della's for dinner, and uh, you we had no appetite. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even want wine. Yeah. <laughs> I had enough at the lounge. After such a long day, you know. Felt nice to relax there at the concierge lounge. It has a beautiful view. It's just really, really relaxing place. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice lounge, and, and like like I said, I would put that that lounge up against any of the concierge lounges. Yeah, that Disney has. Absolutely. The service was great. Um, everything. They kept know. everything full right up to the end. Oh yeah, they did. Oh yeah, and we were there. <laughs> and, and you talk about long hot days. Those, I mean, Oof. those days in the. Um, this is what I really love about. If you stay at uh, any of the Universal uh, resorts, uh, you get front of the line access. You get your Universal Express Pass, and that, that was... on a ninety-five degree day in Islands of Adventure, um, being able to bypass a seventy-five minute line in exchange for what was it? A five-minute wait usually. Yeah, five to ten. Um, and that it just makes all the difference in the world. I I can't recommend that highly enough. If if you if you want to see Universal, if you want to do Universal, um, just stay at one of the resorts. Use that path. It, it's amazing. You yeah. can and and if you're a resort guest, you can go back on the, to the front of the line really as many times as you want. They don't mark your. It's a great feature. It really is. So I mean, that was enjoyable. That was I really enjoyed that. Yeah, um, speaking of hot days at Islands, I mean, I, I guess I just realized this past week how how many times you can actually get wet at that in that park. I mean, yeah. every island has, except for Marvel Superhero, um, has areas where you can get wet, mostly for kids. But I mean, yeah. I saw adults getting right in the middle of the action too. And I was the only one wearing a bathing suit <laughs> out of all of us. <laughs> the only one that really shouldn't have been wearing a bathing suit was. <laughs> Just make sure you don't go in jeans to the theme parks oh. in a hot day. That's Just the worst Just keep a 10-foot perimeter around the Mystic Fountain. Yeah. Sure to stay. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that kid got really soaked. 
the Mystic Fountain, uh, we should just describe, is a, uh, it's a fountain that talks to you and harasses you, harasses you, and, and then shoots water out. Coaxes you closer to it and then just lays on the water from all directions. Yeah, it's a very, very wet park, but a very fun park. It is. It is. One um, of my favorites, I got to say. Don't now, wear well, jeans. Oh, I, I just when I see people walking around these parks in jeans, I, I mean, all I right, feel we'll for get them. to we'll get to the peeves later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it's to for the, their benefit, not mine. And speaking of favorite things, Mama Della's, we had dinner there uh, Thursday night, and uh, it's a place I've eaten at quite a bit. Uh, I, I go there often. I, I usually take when I have friends or family in from out of town. That's one of the one of the popular places I'll go. Um, always, I've always had a good meal, though that night. It was. They seemed a little off. They were off their game that night. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was a little bit more hungry though. Fettuccine. Well, that was it. You, you, like I said, you gorged. You gorged yeah, in the concierge lounge, and I was telling you, you're going to spoil your dinner. You didn't believe me. On quiche. On quiche. <laughs> On quiche and cheese. Um, but the 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 only thing that bothers me about Mamadella's and and a, a lot of the other Italian restaurants in town is they all do the whole uh, the wandering musician thing. We'll do part of later. And, and, and I am not taking any way, anything away from these musicians because they have incredible voices. I just find it really awkward when people are standing at my table while I'm having dinner and they're singing to me. I have to agree. You know, <laughs> um, it's just it just feels like, you know, what am I? So, you know, it just I don't know. It just feels awkward. You don't feel like eating while they're playing and then your food gets cold and. Well, I agree to a certain point because, yeah, if you're sitting down at a table with a group of friends, you know, it's a group of three or more. Yeah, you're not going to want somebody with a guitar and all romantic to come sing to your group. But if you're on a date and you're with your girlfriend or your wife, I think it's perfect. And I think it's perfectly fine. And, and, and Ricky, R- <laughs> Ricky loves to R- – Ricky went up to uh, – he, he saw them heading over to our table. <laughs> they were at another table still. They hadn't moved, but he figured they were heading for us. And Ricky just got up and, and kind of gave the, the cut sign, like, the no, cut, don't come over here. We don't like, want you at this table. I'm like, oh, great. You're, you're gonna, you know, we haven't gotten our food yet. They're going to go back in the kitchen and spit in our dinner or something. Um, but, you know, it was funny because the, uh, the, 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 the duo that was, that was singing that night that you, you did that to, uh, they were named, their name was Nino and Heather. They were a little they, – they, they do – they sing in the restaurant. They – um, on Fridays and Saturdays at I think eight thirty, they do a, an operetta out on the on the piazza. Uh, those guys singing that, um, and then that fr- that Friday night, uh, we were over at the Thirsty Fish, which is uh, um, a little bar uh, at, at Portofino, and those guys were outside on the piazza doing their uh, you know singing. And I have to tell you, I'm not I'm not big on lounge acts, never have been. These guys were phenomenal. Uh, we were heading over to City Walk. It was around ten o'clock, and we never left. We never got on the boat. Wow! Um, and they were good. really, really enjoyable. So I, I guess we kind of, we kind of missed out on that. They, I think I would have enjoyed having them sing to me at dinner, but uh, um, I would enjoy them much more in that sort of environment than you know watching them sing and watching my chicken marsala go cold. Yeah, yeah. 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 We had a great wait- waitress that night too. She was. Yeah, she was. She was right on top of the game. Oh, the service there is always yeah. phenomenal. Always. Yeah. Always, and like I said, I was surprised because the food. I mean, I've I've literally eaten there probably two dozen times, yeah. and every single meal has been phenomenal. This was the first time that it was, and it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't was just bad by not, no means. It just I think somebody was having an off night. That's all. Um, another new thing we spotted that uh, 
Corey and Ricky, you guys checked out, uh, the Red Coconut Club. Oh, yeah. Very nice addition to City Walk. Very nice. It's a, you know, we we go out a lot downtown Orlando and a lot of friends. We all we always go downtown Orlando. That's that's another way of saying he's a lush. No, that I'm a I like to party. (laughs) (laughs) I like to see the city. But I mean, we have a a lot of friends are going to City Walk now just to check out the Red Coconut Room. And it's it's kind of unheard of for a lot of locals to hit the the touristy spots like Pleasure Island or City Walk. But. You know, it's really drawing a nice, uh, a nice local crowd there. I mean, and I see why. It's excellent. It's really yeah, nice. Yeah, it's a very hip place. Um, it's very different to everything else you would see at any other, either at City Walk or at Downtown Disney. This place reminds me of more, me being from Miami, it reminds me of more of a place in Miami. Yeah, you it, know? it definitely has that. Coconut uh, that Grove in South it. Beach. Yeah. yeah. And they had, uh, they had live music. They had a live music, um, small dance floor. So I don't know if it's a small nightclub or a bar with a dance floor, but that's more or less the way that you could uh, picture it. But it was comfortable. It's a comfortable little place. Yeah. It was. What'd you think? Uh, what would you guys think of the of their signature drink? The what is it? The red coconut martini, the red <laughs> coco teeny or whatever. It could... I didn't have it, but I know Corey did. I am not a fan of sweet drinks, but it was it was enjoyable. It was refreshing. Uh, once again, after he a long hot it. day. Can we go back, Pete? Can we go get another one of those? No, it was cool. It was cool. Well, I mean, Pat O'Brien's and the Red Coconut Room are definitely my two favorites at City Walk. I've always loved Pat O'Brien's, especially being from New Orleans, Correct. the original on Bourbon Street. It kind of brings me back a little bit. Yeah, and you know, honest, honestly, even if you're even if you're not a fan of the theme parks, the hotels, the restaurants, the nightclubs, they give some really nice stuff. It's, it's definitely worth checking out, at least for me. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, I want to move on. I want to talk about uh, the new segment we're adding to the site and on, on, on our podcast, the sound off segment that I mentioned, mentioned earlier. Um, basically, what we're looking for is we're asking uh, all of you to tell us what your pet peeves are when you go on vacation. Uh, I know that, that, that Corey has... Several, oh, yeah. several of his own that he's several, he's, several he, hundred, several hundred. <laughs> would you would you like to give them an example? Well, we all uh, know about the genes. Well, yeah. don't don't we want others to to write us? I'll I'll, I'll keep mine generic. Come on, uh, yeah. Smokers. Now, Pete, I know you're a smoker. I know we have a lot of smokers. Listening. Yeah, but I'm I'm a good smoker. Well, I mean, not not all smokers fall into this park peeve. I like to call these park peeves, um, pet peeves. Uh, not all of them fall into this category. I'm talking about the ones that are walking down Main Street, blowing their smoke in everybody's face, and standing in uh, line, standing in line, or smoking. And that's that's my park pee. That's my sound off. I mean, and, the, the and, Disney and, Design and, Group. And, uh, you, you, and you don't see me do that. I always no, go. You, I always go for the designated no, smoking areas. Not you all do. of them fall in that uh, in the category. It's the a hard. It's go a to the nasty. Areas are, Fine. It's a nasty, disgusting habit, and I really, really, really want to quit, especially if I'm going to have to sit in front of a microphone for any length of time. Uh, yeah. Because every now and again, yeah, I, I can hear it. I can hear it. I'm sure you can too right now. <laughs> it didn't only annoy me as a guest, but it also annoyed me when I was a cast member. When I would see people doing that, I'd have to go up to them and say, can you please just go to your designated, designated. area? I mean, this was at Blizzard Beach, but well, I, it I, still I, annoys me. Yeah, I've always been of the mindset that my right to smoke does not trump your right to breathe clean air, and if I'm polluting your air, I need to move. I so, like that. I yeah. Like that. But uh, so yeah, we were. What about what about you, Ricky? Have you have you come up with any uh, anything, with anything anything that bugs me? Uh, 
I guess just parents uh, not being nice to their kids while they're at the park. I mean, these parks are fun places. It's, you don't want to create chaos and, you know, bring down everybody's uh, mood. But walking around, I keep seeing these parents just yelling at their kids and just being frustrated. And a lot of this has to do with the heat. Yeah. But um, it just brings me down. I don't like seeing that. So I guess that's my you know, you had peeve. some You had some friends in over the weekend over at Island, and you yeah. were over at Islands and they... they yeah. One of your friends mentioned that to you, She too. mentioned it, yeah, and uh, I hadn't really noticed it. And once she mentioned it, I was noticing it, you know, every so often, every five five to ten minutes I was noticing that. Parent yells um, and says, stop crying and have a good time. And it's like, what's that all about? <laughs> yeah. How about you, Bob? Any, any, any? My pet peeve is, I have a couple, but uh, when you're standing for a parade and then all of a sudden you have some six-foot-two guy come in, You've been there for a half an hour, 45 minutes, staking out the plot, and they come and try to stand right in front of you. And then with the electric uh, cots that you use around the park, people are always trying to jump in front of you to to beat you So because they think you're going to be slow. Unbeknownst to them, my cot goes 13 <laughs> miles an well, hour. No, Bob, Bob has turbo on Bob his car. I have turbo <laughs> blast. Oh, and he I'll, sure does. Powered by dilithium <laughs> crystals. <laughs> So they learn a lesson when they jump in front of me. But it, people uh, that have the wheelchairs and that, people are always trying to jump in front of them. Oh, well, that, that it's you're, horrible. Just, you're taking, you're taking mine. And That's... I mean, it's, it's bad enough, you know, you're trying to navigate around the park and have people jumping up out in front of you it, it's just one of my pet peeves. Yeah, I, I, I agree that that was, uh, that's probably my biggest pet peeve, um, is, uh, is how people treat uh, people in wheelchairs in the parks. I, I know when my father, God rest his soul, um, when when I would when he was in the parks, I mean, he was he was too sick to walk. I had to push push him around in a wheelchair. Yeah, and that was when I really got my first taste of you. You just don't exist to a lot of people. You don't exist if you're in a wheelchair, and the number of people that would that would. Uh, that would just, like you said, jump right in front. I, I'm not trying to clip anybody's heel, but then again, you know, we're from the Northeast, and, and you know... I mean, we, you're trying to push can, somebody up a hill. It's not beyond us to run you. Yeah. It's not beyond us to blow up our house in a divorce. So, yeah. <laughs> that was fine. you know, we will, uh, we will absolutely, uh, you know... In a sick way, that We'll was... clip you. But I, uh, I, I definitely... Um, I, that definitely bothers me to no end that that people people jumping in front of wheelchairs pay attention if you see a wheelchair give give them some give them some room we're yeah. all going to get out we're all going to get out of the park eventually that's right you know so i guess to sum it all up what would really annoy us if someone was yelling at their kids while they jumped in front of a wheelchair while they were smoking cigarettes as i run them over with the car there we go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be the ultimate <laughs> ultimate park pee for us so yeah we would definitely like to hear uh, hear some of yours you can go ahead and send them to us at uh, podcast at wdwinfo.com and if we use them here on the show or we use them on the site we're going to send you a $25 dining gift certificate Woo-hoo. good anywhere uh, at any restaurant on Disney property including over at uh, downtown Disney that's great now we've also had some uh, a lot of updates on the site recently uh, Corey why don't you tell us a little bit about what's uh, what's been going up uh, lately we've actually had a lot of updates to our videos and photos section of the Diz um I mean, we're adding new stuff every other day, basically. New videos, new photos, uh, constantly. And some of the new uh, videos we have, uh, we've added 
photos we've added Disney Cruise Line from the basically from the seven day Eastern Caribbean that we we were on recently. Um, we have a gallery of the Disney Magic. We have a new gallery for Castaway, St. Thomas, St. Martin, including video of those also. We have new videos and photos of Blizzard Beach, the new Pirates ride after the rehab, and also... Talking about Blizzard Beach, um, you, you worked there before you came to uh, work, uh, work for me. That was actually the only place I worked at Disney was Blizzard Beach, well, and Typhoon Lagoon when Blizzard Beach was closed, but... Yeah, I did the college program in 97, loved it so much, came back in 98. And then when I graduated college, I had a diploma in one hand and a U-Haul in the other, and I packed up and moved to Orlando, didn't know a soul, with my girlfriend at the time, wife now. And we just started a new life here, and I started working at Blizzard Beach, started off lifeguarding, then I became a coordinator. And, you know, I found myself... uh, you know, trying to be creative while I was lifeguarding. It's pretty hard to be creative when you're watching water and trying to save kids. So I knew it was a time in my life to move on. So, and then from there, I started with a disc. I've been here ever since. But mm-hmm. I, I learned a lot working at Disney, though, at Blizzard Beach. It was, it was an excellent job. I met, I met a lot of great friends. Did it, did it change a lot between the time you left and when you went back to? Not really. Uh, one thing, you know, every time I would go visit Blizzard Beach, I always knew somebody. I'd see a manager walking by or I'd see the lifeguards that I could mess with. Um, I didn't know a soul. You know, it's, mm. it's amazing how, how the, the yeah. cast just turns over. Yeah, turns there's, over. That, there's that famous Disney turnover, yeah. Well, actually, when I, when I was working at Blizzard, we didn't allow um, tubes in the wave pool. That was something new. That was new and different, the tubes in the wave pool. I almost wanted to say, hey, no tubes in the wave pool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't work here anymore. <laughs> Now the uh, another uh, another video we just added was uh, Universal 360, the uh, the fireworks show Universal just added, which uh, I got to tell you, I thought was it was 17 minutes of my life I'm never getting back. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, I, I uh, are those spears that they put in the middle of the lagoon that oh, yeah. stay there all day to ruin everybody's pictures? Yeah, and they they don't deflate or anything. You know, those things cost $10 million each. Well, that was some wasted money. I'm sorry. I mean, it's... I, I, They're 30 foot tall. This, this, remains my biggest, this remains my biggest complaint with Universal, that when they're being true to themselves, they're great. Some of the attractions they have are top-notch. Yep. When they try to rip off Disney, it's just sad. And, and that's all Universal 360 is, is they're trying to rip off Illuminations. Yep. You know, lagoons, globes, fireworks, theme parks, nighttime. Yeah, pretty much you, you can't help but draw the comparison. And you're going to do something like that. You're going to go after Illuminations, try and compete with that. You better, be, you better be at least in the ballpark, and they weren't. And they bring it off as new technology and, and everything, and it's just... Well, it, it may be, but you know, but new technology doesn't necessarily mean something's yeah. going to be entertaining. And, and I, you know, I, I think there is new technology there with the... But it, and the globe's know. there all day. And, yeah. and it's yeah. kind of like during the day, it's an eyesore. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, Illuminations, they, they bring it out. They bring all the stuff out uh, right before the show, with the exception of some things in, right. the, in the lagoon. But yeah, it's, at least they put it over by the American Pavilion in well, pocket... Yeah, there's also been a lot more. Uh, there's also been a lot more attention to the show at Disney than there, there has yeah. been at Universal. So, yeah, obviously. But uh, 
Yeah, so those are some uh, those are some of the new updates uh, you can find on the site. Anything else? Oh, we've also completely revamped our holiday section with the whole Christmas in July. Our holiday section of the site, completely new, complete new look. Um, all the information is uh, as recent as you can get it uh, for the holidays. But check out that. You can access that from the events section of the Diz. No, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, uh, we've got uh, some more segments from uh, Christmas in July that we're going to release this week. Uh, People might notice that we're releasing them individually this week. Uh, That's going to be what we're going to start doing Uh, starting next week. um, We're going to be releasing our segments, uh, a few segments each day. We'll be doing a few roundtables like this. so instead of getting one 30-minute show on Tuesday, we're going to be breaking it up into several podcasts, smaller podcasts yeah. throughout the week. I actually yeah. like that idea a lot, a lot more. Yeah. And we've also, we've, also added, uh, we've also added the ability to listen to any of our segments on demand. Um, you can uh, go to podcast.wdwinfo.com and uh, check out uh, all the segments we've done. I mean, we've only been doing this for a couple of months, and we're still learning. Uh, but uh, what we have... Uh, is up there and it's on demand. Now, Bob, you uh, you you've got a couple of uh, off-property discounts. Tell us about. Yeah, there's a couple of off-property. Uh, Buena Vista Suites has an eighty-four-dollar price, uh, September first to thirtieth. That's a good deal. They have an American buffet. Everybody in the room gets that free every day. The free breakfast. Yeah, yep. that's a great value, and it's a queen suite with two queen beds in the bedroom. And you have the sleep sofa in the living room and the the refrigerator and the microwave. It's just a great property to, to take a look at. Okay. The other thing is uh, we have Swan Dolphin. Is We got the September, not the September, the uh, 2007. 2007 rates and discounts. And I got to tell you, I've never seen them come out with so many discounts this far out. And they're all out there, and people should take advantage of that now. Both now. Because, and I've told them on the website, if you look at my posts, they go away quickly. It's just like this week. I had told people the 26th through the 30th, there were discounts still for this year, and they were going to go away. Well, yesterday, they went away, mm-hmm. and they're gone. So you can't get a discount for for that time period between Christmas and New Year's. It's un- people missed it, it's gone. So that's the two that I have this week. That's one of the reasons we're doing the, we want to do the whole Christmas in July thing because if you want yeah. to experience Disney for the holidays, you really need to start planning that early. I mean, Especially still, if you're actually going to yeah. be there on Christmas. Or there's still Christmas. some discounts out there for the 15th to the 22nd at the Swan and Dolphin. So like I said before, you got to take advantage of them now, jump on them now, and go to the website and, and book them now. All right, Bob, thanks. That's, uh, that's, good. that's good to know, especially about the Swan Dolphin rates for 2007. I know those discounts do, uh, do go early. So, Well, that's it for this week, guys. I, I, hope you, uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to this. We're all trying to feel our way through doing something different here, so I hope you, uh, you enjoyed it. And uh, we will be back next week with another roundtable. On behalf of our entire team, I want to say thanks to everybody for listening. I'm Pete Werner for the Diz Unplugged.